Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Alex Rampernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Rampernard. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this with the family. Tommy, how long have you been at KQ? 36 years now. Wow, that's loyalty. Well, if I'm completely honest, it isn't the company that I'm loyal to. It's the listeners. I figured out a long time ago they're the only reason I have a job. Why are you asking? Well, we had another great month at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan. In fact, Burnsville continues to be the number one Nissan store in Minnesota. The loyalty part. Get to the loyalty part. Oh, yeah. This month, if you buy or lease a new Rogue or Pathfinder from us, we'll give you an extra 500 off as long as you own or are leasing a Nissan. That is cool. Do they have to trade it? Nope. It's just a reward for being loyal. By the way, the new Pathfinder is fantastic. It's got a nine-speed transmission, and JLo says it'll practically pull the building. We also cut a deal with our good buddy Charlie Swenson, who's running a Nissan store in Chicago. He gave us some extra rogues. Because Charlie's such a nice guy. Well, Paul might have threatened him. Sounds like Paul. For details, go to Walzer Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan and claim your loyalty gift. Tommy, give him some Elvis loyalty. Thank you. Thank you very much. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And now, God, I just somebody sent me some of Mike Mike Evans at the Hollywood Reporter. What mm. the hell? I didn't know Mike Evans even worked for the Hollywood Reporter. Well, that's good news. Well, I guess. Good pictures of him, though. Good. They got good pictures of Mikey, although he's flexing his muscle in one uh, picture, and he doesn't have any muscle to flex, so oh. it's going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying? He, anyway, he's wiry. Yeah, he's wiry. Mike he's very wiry. wiry. There's Mike Evans, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, and then Quentin Tarantino. What is that all about? I don't get that. Kristen Bird is with us. Kristen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Marvelous. We're just uh, trying to catch up. Uh, Catherine and I are finding new TV shows to watch. Been pretty lucky so far. Uh, the Sopranos movie was horrendous, but Venom was even worse. God, that Venom movie was horrible. I have a feeling horrible. you did not sit through No Time to Die because it was two hours and 43 minutes. Not a chance. It's way too long. I'd love to see his last because it's his last film as Bond, right? It is. I love Daniel Craig as Bond. Yeah, I think so. he's good, yeah. He's so really good. What I'll probably do is when it comes to a 
comes to streaming, I'll just watch it in two two days. I'll watch an, uh, an hour and fifteen and an hour and thirty. There you go. Yeah, you can do an intermission. Yep, I'll Great. do a one a twenty four hour intermission. It'll be wonderful because <laughs> I do like him. I think he's terrific. He is. But you know what are you gonna do? Um, so yeah, TV. Uh, we've been watching. I brought it up early in the first hour. That there's a show called The Drowning on. Uh, on Acorn, that's really good. Uh, what was the other thing we were watching that was really good? Uh, Midnight Mass, of course, Midnight is terrific. Mass. Now, how much of Midnight Mass have you seen, Kristen? Nothing. I have been binging Squid Game on Netflix. You're I'm such a child. I'm down the Squid Game <clears throat> rabbit hole. What so, is that? I haven't even heard of it. <clears throat> it's we talked a about South it a little. Korean series, uh, very dystopian, about... Uh, people who owe a lot of money who go in to play a game um, to win money and change their fortunes. Unfortunately, if you lose the game that you're playing, you don't come out alive. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, but it's really well done, though. It's so it's fascinating. And every time you think you have the, the show figured out, it takes another twist or turn. I don't know. But I, I gotta, it is I gotta, the number one show, by the way, in 90 countries right now. And how yeah, people like it. Yeah. And how many shows like this coming out of other um, other countries? Are, is, when's Hollywood going to take notice? Says, hey, we got to be careful here. There's other. We got competition now. Um, yeah. I think that th this is exactly Netflix strategy. They really mm -hmm. want to bring international television to the U.S. Right. The way oh, cool. so many other countries have had U.S. television for years. So. This is just the beginning, and remember, Netflix has led the way with streaming, so hopefully all the other broadcast networks are paying attention. It, and is it in Korean? It is, and uh, there's been kind of a, a discussion on social media especially because they do dub it for you in English, um, but there is a way to turn off the English dubbing and just read the subtitles just depending on what you want. I will say that some of the American voices given to the South Korean actors, I don't feel like that they match. So it probably is better if you're someone who would rather just read the subtitles and listen to the their actual voices. It might be a better way to view it. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's, it, honestly, it's a really it, it's totally not a series that I would normally gravitate toward. However, it's been such a. a cultural touch point in pop culture right now that I felt like I really wanted to um, really wanted to listen to it yeah there's actually there's a ton of Asian shows that are in this same genre of you know you play a game and you don't win you die which really does speak to the culture of a lot of East Asian countries that this is the first thing that they think of because it's almost always either commentary of Asian schools or Asian yeah. corporate culture. Because that is, you know, like in Japan specifically, you basically get one shot at school. You know, if you uh, don't get accepted into a prestigious school right out of high school, then that's it. You know, yeah. you're not getting another shot. And that, that's what Battle Royale, which is arguably the first of this genre, was all about. It was about pitting a bunch of kids against each other, and the ones that don't succeed, they die, which is obviously an exaggeration of what really happens, which is they don't get to live the way that they expected they would. Yeah, it's it's a that's uh, that is Asian culture. It is a hundred percent. Squid Game is basically a commentary on Korean culture, yeah. and you know, 
more and more countries are getting to that point where they're so cutthroat and, you know, if you don't succeed, then you're in the gutter. But well, even in France, if, you know, if you don't perform in, yeah. in, 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 in school, then, you know, depending on your grades, then you're, then you're given opportunities. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't make the cut, you're going to trade school. Yep. You're going to trade school, and you're not going to go to college, mm-hmm. and we're not going to support that when you're not, because you just can't get in. You're not going to make the cut for that. So you're going to trade school. You're going to be doing one thing or another. You know, there's other things you can do. And have a wonderful life, and you can have a wonderful life experience, make a wonderful living. But you ain't going to college. No. So Works for me. Yep. Now, why is it called Squid Game again? What does that have to do with squid? That is a good question. Yeah. You I haven't know? gotten to the end. Oh, so nobody <laughs> yeah. knows. Huh. Great so question. Nobody knows why it's called Squid Game? I don't know so far. I'm not done. So is I it a translation deal? Maybe it's a translation deal. I'll look it up, but if it's a spoiler, I won't tell you. Okay. You can tell me oh, Squid Game is a real game that they play in Korea. Oh. So it's, they it would be like people. if they were. No. <laughs> No, it's, do, it's or like, do they? It's basically like if this was show was made in America, it would be called you know Red Rover or whatever. It's like a kid's it's game. It's like kids game. Exactly. Yeah, they play red light, green light, and that's one of the fascinating aspects of uh, the game um, within the show itself because they're playing kids games. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing how many kids games are international and global and have no that is true. language barrier. It's really interesting. Yeah, and how soon will Hollywood copy this? Oh, very soon, I'm sure. Oh, I well, see. yeah, they'll they'll try and do some sort of knockoff, but I mean, like this is the original. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And people are watching it because it's the number one show in 90 countries right now. Wow. Um, you'll know that that people are. It's a total ripoff of Squid Game. So and so, it's just a transcultural kind of experience. You know, maybe based on the idea of killed, kids' games. Wow. Yeah. 90 countries. I mean, think about that. That's it's not like, oh, it's you know, the US, the UK, Canada. No, 90 countries. Yeah, but most of them are shitholes. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. She didn't even respond. Okay, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He, what did he call a shithole again? Where was that? I feel like it was somewhere in Africa. It might have been. It might have been somewhere called you. Yeah. I'm never. That going went there. over like a lead balloon. That yeah. comment. Yeah, that was not well received. <laughs> I do remember that. Honest to God, did you ever think we'd end up in a situation Donald Trump backed by Joe Biden? Boy, what a run we're on, huh? <laughs> Good God, these two. Politics are a mess. It is it's unbelievable. Just a hot mess. Oh, I do want to bring this up to you because I saw it last night. Um, I was reading The Wire. CNN has one show that draws more than a million viewers. That's it? Really? I mean, but uh, that doesn't surprise me. I I mean, because MSNBC has had low-rated shows for for so long, and I just feel like people aren't tuning in anymore. No, they're not. You're right. I don't watch any of those shows. I don't blame you. I go to the internet, and if I need to see a video, I click on the video. There's plenty of live feeds to, you know, if there's breaking news that I need to watch. But other than that, I don't watch any local news. I don't watch any national news. Good move. Well, it's almost entire. The audience is almost entirely probably like 50 to 70. Yeah, probably true. Yeah, that is probably true. And, you know, that demographic, it has a tendency to shrink. 
it might be more 60 to 80, 60 to 70. I was going to that, say that could that be, same uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 60 to 80 is probably right. Yeah, I guess I bet you're right about that. 60 to 80 is probably where they are. Now, I have a question for you, Kristen Bird. How many more times does Jeff Zucker have to fail miserably before he never works again? That guy's never done a, a, a successful thing in his life. He, he was successful way back in the day with the Today Show when he was like that young whippersnapper producer. Oh, yeah. On the Today Show. That right. was, I mean, he was considered like a total phenom, that kind of situation. But uh, listen, how many people fail upward? It happens so often. Oh, it does. In the entertainment right. industry. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. He almost destroyed NBC when he was running NBC. Nearly destroyed that network. And now he has destroyed CNN. He's destroyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to know what Ted Turner thinks. Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty interesting. I don't think Ted Turner cares anymore, does he? Yeah. I mean, he's got his money and he's yeah. good, but at the same time, I mean, he really did build something extraordinary. At yeah, the time. he did. Yeah, he did. I mean, he had a pretty good run. He had a nice network, married to Jane Fonda. That's a pretty good he's run. He's in his giant ranch in Montana. Probably hundreds and hundreds of thousands of acres. Living yeah. a good life. Yeah. <laughs> Still pining away for Jane. Really? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Went, yeah. she went and visited him last year. I remember they had a little video on the news about her visiting They had a little him. flirtation going on. They're yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, but didn't oh. he seem, like, seriously elderly? <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he wasn't, does. like, well, a vibrant a elderly guy. Yeah. How old is he? Oh, he looked, Mid-80s, he looked terrible, in my he opinion. He might even be high 80s, actually. Uh, who are we talking about? Ted Turner. Ted Turner, that's right. Me too. Ted Turner is 82, yes. Boy, that's an old 82. Yeah, he didn't look... And Jane is 83. She's older than him. Man, and she has had that good cosmetic surgery, I'll tell you. She has. She looks good. Of course, they do a lot with lenses and a lot with makeup, a lot with lighting, but man, she... I've seen her in person. She looks good. And she does not have that um, windblown... Cold the death grin, yeah. yeah. The, the death, death grin. grin. Yeah. Yes. No, that is what it is. The Joker face yeah. yeah. Very yeah. scary looking. I will tell you. But, and she's old enough to have had that old school face yeah. too. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, but she's had several. I don't but know, it's but hard. I don't think it's easy to get rid of that windblown look once you've gotten it. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, once you've gotten it. But if you if, if it's done well uh, chronically, the face have done chronically mm-hmm. well, no, you don't get that way. Hmm. Yeah, you she had it good from the beginning then. Yeah. Well, I will tell you flat out, she she came in studio at KQRS about seven, eight years ago, something like that. So she was in her mid-70s. I mean, she's no Catherine Brandt, but she's a rather attractive woman. Easy on the eyes. Easy on the eyes. Her body looks good, too. Like, her body is fit. She looks really good. Yeah, she she came over and gave me a hug and was like, I just got hugged by Jane Fonda. That was quite quite the experience. Yeah. Very nice person, actually. In person, she's a very pleasant human being. I enjoy her. Yeah, she, she's she has to be has to be kind and then like to be successful. I mean that's just that's a key to being successful long term. Yeah. Like, she's one of those old Hollywood families though where, yeah. you know, yeah. that was before I mean, she's been living this life forever. Nepotism. Yeah. But, she's, she, she, but she didn't just all of a sudden, you know, come into it. That was the thing. I she's think, got serious yeah. daddy issues, though, I will tell you that. I don't think her dad was very nice was to her. He used to tell her she was fat. He was a nice person in general. Which is one of the reasons why she suffered with anorexia her whole life. He said she apparently. was fat. When was she fat? As a little kid, maybe she had a little, oh, God. you know, yeah, sometimes little kids that. are a little pudgy. 
I don't baby know. fat. Yeah. Baby fat. It's cute. It is cute. My dad used to call me Schnickelfritz, which in German means fat boy. Because <laughs> I was like so ridiculously scrawny, you know. I mean, I never took offense. I never took offense to it. Everyone thought it was funny. Yeah. But you were scrawny. I was so yeah. scrawny. If you were chubby, it would have a much different connotation. Yes. He probably never would have called me Schnickelfritz if I were. Yeah. But yeah, some dad might. True. Yeah, that's true. There's a dad out there. That's that true. Yeah. I remember when I first met Catherine for Christmas one year, I bought her a pair of jeans, and it was a 32-inch length, 10-inch waist. <laughs> God, were you thin when I met I was so scrawny. She was railed. Oh, the days where you could eat whatever you wanted and just stay scrawny. This What's, is a perfect opportunity to talk about the Costco jeans. That yet I've we, yet still to see nah. we still haven't yes, seen We still haven't seen them. I, I want to say that Cassie, by the way, sent me a photo of Tom. Wearing jeans? Last night. Yes. Really? Wearing yes. jeans? You're what? wearing your KSTP Super Jock t-shirt. Oh, oh, oh. no. The one with the Fu Manchu mustache. Oh, oh, yes. oh God. <laughs> Cassie. It's in the wild. It's too 19. late. It's out there. It's out there. That was 50 years ago. It's very Dr. Johnny Fever. Leave me alone. Oh, my WKRP. God. Get off my phone. <laughs> so I now have it, so don't do anything bad, because now I've got bribery photos. Yes. <laughs> Better be nice to Kristen. Yeah. My super... But oh. Then I said to Cassie, I'm like, where is my Costco jeans photo? Yeah, at? we're all waiting. Please. Waiting for I the... I know. Co- we're on the edge of our seat. She's putting Catherine on the Costco jeans photo. Well, duty. as soon as it gets cold enough for him to wear jeans, Don't which might today. be this weekend. Nope. No, you're not going to bring jeans? No. No Costco We're jeans? We're going to be outside all weekend. You better dress for the weather. Better get my jeans We're not going to be inside man. hardly at all, and no. it's going to be a little chilly, so might need some jeans. It's going to be chill. It's going to be 60. Might need some jeans. Costco jeans. Very warm. Costco jeans. <laughs> my Costco <laughs> jeans, baby. Like, you know, Tom, you can, like, put your leg up on a rock and, like... Oh, really yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll have a whole like, photo shoot. Yeah, absolutely. And, and maybe, maybe maybe you'll even, you know, take you know dip your toe into that cowboy cowboy boots. Oh, no, Ooh. I can't wear cowboy boots. Oh, nice. I no? cannot wear them. Your calves right. are way too tight. Your calves are way too big. You can get shorties. That's beyond the limits of polite society right there. Really? Way beyond. beyond. Cowboy shorties on top. Cowboy shorties with the Costco jeans, baby. Can't wait. And my super jock t-shirt. Oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. It was Johnny Fever. Like, you're mean to me. I just want to point that out. How mean you are to you, me. Dr. Johnny Fever, you don't want to be Howard Hessman? I loved Howard Hessman. Oh, you were definitely a trend follower there for a while. What are you yeah. talking about? You were like, kind of has the Dr. Johnny Fever vibe. Yeah, absolutely. It does not. I that was on before you did he your, was. You did your Jimi Hendrix thing. I did do that. You're yes. right. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Tying like scarves around my knee. Yeah. Yes, I did do of that. Of course, you're you right. Did. Mm-hmm. Of course, you did. <laughs> God. <laughs> How about that mustache, though? Do you like that mustache in that picture? That was a good one, huh? Uh, it's a good one. It's, I mean, it is so, like, right on point for that era. It's awesome. Hey, man. Yes, there was me, KSTP AM, back in the day. Thanks, Cassie, for sending that picture out. That was nice, yeah? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> She's got my back. 
She's like, in case they forgot to send you the photo. I'm like, well, I haven't got my Costco jeans photo, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll get my Costco jeans photo going. That's the problem with being um, trendy is what, those always come back to bite you in the butt. Well, I suppose that is true. <laughs> Big hair true. and shoulder pads. <laughs> they look so ridiculous now. Oh, God, I remember Many years ago, before I even knew you, but many years, I was like 26, 27 years old, I uh, was sent a picture by a friend, of, on a Polaroid, by the way, it was a Polaroid picture of this girl that I used to date for about a year. Guy sends me the picture. She's a, she was about probably five foot four, a little, little French woman, kind of came from a French family. She grew up in America, but her family was from France. And uh, he, he said, here, look at the picture. I took it out. She has got uh, a bushel basket size afro in the picture. Mm. <laughs> oh she gosh. looked horrible. very French. Yeah, and, oh, she, oh so that was that would oh, what they call that would be a Franco. The Franco. A Franco fro. Franco fro. Ah, a Franco fro. That's That'd exactly Franco fro. God, it looked weird though. Her head was gigantic. I mean, honest to God, who had the biggest? Like Grace Slick might have had the big, biggest one before I saw that one. No doubt about it. She had it all ratted up with that uh, that long comb they stick in the back. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. oh yeah. You got to get that comb. <laughs> I have to do that for Fawn almost for Halloween. Oh, you do? She's decided to be Merida from Brave. Oh, yeah. And oh. she has very curly, wild, mm-hmm. big hair. And so I'm like, Fawn I don't has know. very fine, straight, yeah. straight <laughs> hair. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I think I'm going to. a Disney princess. What? Uh, Merida is an underrated Disney princess. Oh, absolutely. She absolutely is. Oh, Fawn, she's been asking for a bow and arrow for a month. And I'm like... I wonder, actually, if they have like a Disney princesses by popularity thing. Probably. I'm sure they do. But Merida is awesome. And Fawn's always really liked Merida. And, um... Yeah. She never meant she wanted to be a pancake for Halloween a for pancake. a long time. I want to be a pancake. And then we went to the Halloween store, and she saw a bow and arrow, and she's like, can I get the bow and arrow? And I was like, we're here for Halloween costumes, not for toys. But, but Charity has a Merida outfit. But Charity has a Merida dress, and so she was like, I'll be Merida. I was like, all right. She's so, been practicing, and she is like a whiz with that thing. She is. She's really good with it. She did two at a time yesterday. Well, was like, my. Yeah. So what is what? Merida, what what is she in? She's brave. brave. She's brave. the Scottish. Scottish one. One. Brave. What's brave? She. Disney. It's a Disney show. She and her mom get in a fight, Maybe. and then she goes to this like weird witchy woman, and gives asks her to change her mother, and then the witchy woman gives her a muffin, and then she's like, "Give this to your mother," and. What happens is only reversible up until the second sunrise or whatever, and then the mother turns into a bear. Oh, sure she does. And then it's the whole journey of them fixing their relationship, even though she's a bear. And her dad hates bears because his hand was eaten off by a bear. Oh. And so he sees the bear, and it's this whole thing. And Merida's incredible at archery, and she just is like this amazing horseback riding archery power. This was back when every girl in every movie had to be a good archer. Yeah. When did she get drawn and quartered? I'm thinking of a different movie. Different movie. That's That's, oh, Braveheart. Oh, thinking of a different movie. When was when was the Brave out? I don't. I want to say like late 2000s. Yeah, it's a little older, and a lot of people yeah. have never heard of it for some strange 2012. reason. 
So Probably because of the prejudice against the gingers of the world. The yeah, gingers. Oh, Why me? That that has held back this princess. Absolutely, it has. And she, yeah. So I have to figure out how to give Fawn Merritt a hair. Oh wait, which will be an interesting mm. journey. That's how. You can get a crimper and a lot of hairspray. She does because she doesn't want to wear a wig. She wants her oh. hair to be Merritt's hair. Uh, good Put luck. Her hair red. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna have to yeah, get she's a... got that chalk stuff, and Merida's hair is oh, yeah. very orange. It's very, very red, yeah. I, know. I think very I might get the spray red. stuff rather than the chalk, because the chalk's yeah. going to take too long. Ooh, good call. Well, and the spray stuff might make it stick better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to braid it and do a bunch of little braids while it's wet, uh... and then take it out and then kind of backcomb it a little bit <laughs> and then spray it. I think sounds like a good plan. <laughs> we'll try. Good. There's a place in uh, North Hollywood, Cinema Secrets, and they used to they used to be able to go there, pay a fee, and they would make you up for Halloween. Oh, and if you you know they had the fun. they had the the rubber wounds where your head would be all uh, broken oh, open, cool. your brains would be pouring out, uh. everything in the they would do that to do all your makeup for you and search you right out. That that was uh, and they, they had a good business going for about six weeks right on the uh, yeah. hol- uh, holiday oh, yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, in, now, in October, uh, makeup artists just go right to your house and do it. Yeah, yeah. They do house calls. It's a big business for them. I mean, oh, Halloween I month, they make a lot of money. Because especially if you do the special effects type of makeup, you'll make a ton of money. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever ever drive around uh, uh, Burbank around the Disney Studios? A lot of the people there work at the special effects place, and the, and those homes are. They are set up with multiple animations. There's fog. There's everything you can imagine oh, right around some fun. of those homes. That's, that's right where we used to have our house, and it was always fun for Halloween because they had just this and great. Christmas too. And, yeah, yeah. A lot of great, great uh, animatronic, even animatronic that they'll bring out and mm-hmm. set up. Really a cool, cool thing. And the whole neighborhood gets in on it. That's yeah. the fun part. Yeah. Ooh, we got to take a break here, man. Do you believe it? Man. Man. Dr. Johnny Fever, man. All right. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. Tom here for all my friends at Profile. We are running out of summer and rolling into fall. Kids are back in school, and now it's time to finally do something for yourself. So maybe you're thinking it's time to get back on track with your health. Well, Profile can really help you out. Profile has a variety of plans to fit any budget, and Profile really works. I've been on the program for over six months. I've lost a ton of weight. I feel so good right now, and it's time for me to maintain... Taking all that weight off. You know what I'm talking about. Danette, my personal coach, will help me maintain my weight loss. She has so far done a great job. Profile has helped me and can help you too. So what are you waiting for? Set up an absolutely free, no obligation consultation today, and you will be glad you did. Visit ProfilePlan.com forward slash Twin Cities for more details. In fact, use promo code Tom Barnard and save 100 bucks off your Profile membership. What a deal. Check out ProfilePlan.com. Dot com forward slash Twin Cities. That's ProfilePlan.com. Maybe you could reconsider all the love you missed. It's 
rocking out, man. That's all I know. Color bombs. Temporary hair color spray. Color mm. bombs? Probably Walgreens that have that kind of stuff right now. Sally's Beauty Supply. Ah. I'm sure. You know, I love that. Oh, my God. One place you'd see that, that sort of stuff. Uh, Christian, I understand that you were out at Wasteland Weekend. What? Wasteland Weekend. What's nope. that? <laughs> That, that, that's that's a it's sort of a Burning Man wannabe oh. uh, post-apocalyptic kind of event out by Edwards. Oh, fun. Near Edwards, they, uh, they they set up out there, and you have to have post-apocalyptic wear. And you got to have your bottle caps. Car, yeah, you, your car, and your your car has to be all set up like that, like just like something out of Mad Max. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, that was on last month. I, 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 was, I saw some of the videos of the thing, and I thought for certain I saw you there, Christian. I made my, made my mistake, but... That's, you're out there. Oh, yeah, out looking there at it, it's your... absolutely. <laughs> they wanted to call it Mad Max Fest, but they couldn't get oh. the rights. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 It is. It oh, is wow. absolute right silliness. Right up my alley. I can't yeah. believe I missed it. I can't believe that That's right out of Mad yeah, Max. That, it has a helicopter on top of. On top of a car. Some sort of a wagon. It, women were wearing a lot of skimpy leather. Skimpy oh, leather, sort of the theme it's for hot that. Hot in the That's desert. What, <laughs> oh, what a crazy thing! It's sort of, and it's just you know, it caught my eye because it was. That's how you get your it's one of those. Media. It's one of those uh, adult camp experiences, sort of an extension of Comic Con or yeah. Burning Man or Fantasy Fest in uh, Key West or uh, Sturgis. I mean, it's 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 interesting this need for these uh, adult camp kind of uh, weekends or. Events. It's just uh, people need belonging, need to be in a tribe, and this is a kind of a tribe to be in. So. Well, and planning for something like that, planning keeps your mind off of things. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like when you're planning a trip. Now nobody gets to do that really too much. I mean, well, now things are opening, but now now we don't have any airplanes. <laughs> so. Yeah, now you can't get anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> you can't get anywhere. So, what is the word with Southwest? I mean, so did they just walk? They just well, the don't want C- the vaccinations. What the is CEO it? It depends on who you talk to. Yeah, right. The CEO right. said it's not a company uh, sick out, but the pilots, it's probably a company sick out. Oh, really? No one's actually saying anything. Probably because of the mandate, nobody wants to get arrested. Is it all about the, yeah. the vaccination then? the yeah. mandate? Yeah, well, that's what they're thinking, but no one's officially saying it. <clears throat> oh, okay. They're saying it on social media. There's a lot yeah. of people like on TikTok saying it's a sick out officially. Um, and then if you hear from the company, they're saying it's weather, it's employee shortages. I, I would buy an employee shortage because everyone is suffering from an employee shortage right now. Mm-hmm. But also, it's hard when you're saying weather and every other airline is flying okay, maybe a couple delays, but they're not canceling a thousand flights. No. So. You know what amazes me? It's what, October 12th? Uh, yeah. October 12th. So far this month, 300,000 Americans have quit their jobs, just walked off their jobs. 300,000 just in the last the great 12 days. Yeah, it's the yeah. great resignation. Everybody's quitting their job. It's unbelievable. Well, there's there's been videos circulating around the last couple of days of, of anesthesiologists trying to go into work and being escorted off the property because they're not vaccinated. Nurses being ex- escorted off the property because they're not vaccinated. Isn't they're like, we don't want... And they're making them do it. So. Doc. 99.9% of people are not going to die of COVID. Why are they doing this? Uh, I, it's, I don't know. And it's, and it's one of those um, 
mandated interference with freedom of choice that it really troubles me. It would at least be somewhat understandable if it did reduce transmission, right. but there's no evidence that it reduces transmission. So what what are they doing? So you know, so the people who aren't immunized, they have to wear an N95 mask. They're fitted for it. Say, well, you got you can work, but you have to wear this N your N95 mask that you were fitted for. But let's move on. They've been working this whole time. I know. They've been working the whole. No one cared. No one. And they're not tested either. Yeah, well, women who were worshiping frontline workers because they were yeah. in the trenches, and mm-hmm. nobody really knew what was going on. And now, because there's a mandate, all no, of a sudden yeah. they can't. You can't be in the trenches anymore. Now you're a bad person for doing what you were doing one year ago. Yes. Yep. So you're. It's a. It's a bizarre. I mean, this is so bizarre. And then what else are they going to require you? Are they going to require? So the other thing are they there? There's a risk of transmitting tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Very rare in America, but there is back. There is antibiotic-resistant tuberculosis, which has been floating around India, Bangladesh, and those areas. So there's a, and if that shows up, and a lot of people could end up with tuberculosis, which is hard to treat and it could spread. So then are you going to have to have what's called BCG treatment, which is an immunization for that? So, you know, so there's other there's other things that they can require you to do. Do, do I have to be immunized for tetanus? Right. Because if I get stuck with a needle, it's possible I can get tetanus just from the, even though it's sterile, even though it's clean. Or do I have to be uh, immunized for measles? All you know, all these other immunizations. You know, how many of those are you going to run through? You're going to mandate. Like I said before, they used to require a uh, a, uh, a tuberculosis test before you could work at the hospital. You had to have it every year. Now they they stopped that, but that could come back. Then they required you have to have a flu shot to work at the hospital. Yeah. That's pretty standard, though, I think, flu shots in a lot of workplaces. Well, well, okay. Well, uh, what if I say I don't want a flu shot? You know, why should I be forced to have a flu shot? My niece, who uh, she never got a flu shot, she is a cardiac unit nurse, and she can't work unless she gets a flu shot every year. Really? Mm -hmm. They won't let her in. Well, I think if anything makes sense in a hospital setting, it is employees should be masked up pretty much at all times. Because, you know, masks do prevent transmission as long as they're properly fitted and then the right kind of, you know, a piece of cloth over your face isn't really going to do a whole lot. No. But a hospital employee, you know, there are so many iatrogenic infections going around that, you know, it it does make sense. And not, and not to mention the incidental uh, cold virus. Transmitting mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, there are people who are immunocompromised that, that can be lethal to. Oh, yeah. So, any, yeah. Any, yeah. Anyone in, like, the ICU or anything, yeah, you give them a cold they could they could die right there, but yeah. no one's uh, you know no one's really doing anything about that. They're just like, oh well, you know, it's hospital infection. That's that's what happens. People die. And you know what's been shown to be one of the highest transmitters of hospital infections? <clears throat> Physicians ties. Yeah, that, well, that's where mm. oh, MRSA that's was being said. transferred around. So with. you know, my yeah. my comment was is that in the hospital they should segregate. Who, when they wear these scrubs, you have the scrubs you put on, the pajamas you go in, you put these scrubs on. Mm-hmm. Well, no one should be able to walk in with external clothes. clothes. Yeah. And no one yeah. should leave the hospital with scrubs. So anybody who's a healthcare worker who hears this and is walking around outside with scrubs on, I think it's one of the most nauseating, disgusting yeah. things I've ever seen in my life because I don't know what's on those scrubs. The point of a scrub is to be sterile. But yeah, yeah if you're clean, walking yeah. around with them, you know, just like in the middle of you know going outside for a smoke break the scrubs are no longer sterile as soon as you leave that or your scrubs aren't sterile so so what they should do is they should those things should be segregated and so you should so a physician can leave the operating room go up and see an infected patient with scrubs on come back down enter the operating room and he could have goo on his Mm -hmm. on his scrubs and no one cares 
So they should segregate the color. I mean, it, don't don't get me started about infection control in hospital. They oh, always God, put yeah, their arms, but they don't horrible. want to do anything about it Half because of the cost. Yeah, it. Yeah, they'll mandate the employees to get a vaccine, but they won't do something as do simple laundry. as make sure <laughs> yeah. things are sterile when they should be sterile. Yeah, yeah. or clean. Or certainly clean. Or yeah, when they're should well, yeah, be clean. Yeah, technically, clothes. Yeah. very difficult to make actually sterile, but yes. But I mean, we are talking about an industry where how long ago was it? even 150 years at this point where uh doctors were saying that we don't have to wash our hands we're doctors and that makes us clean at all times that's right that That was an actual Ah, divine cleanliness yeah that was the actual (laughs) prevailing attitude among physicians not that long ago is that they don't need to wash their hands Mm. because the fact that they're doctors makes their hands clean or even Uh worse 60 to 70 years ago Doctors recommend what cigarette? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or which oh, brand yeah. of drill going into your head behind your eyeball so you can treat <laughs> that you. pesky OCD? Yeah. 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 Or you know, get get rid of your uh, yep. you know your your uh, brain problems. Oh, don't. Ooh. I mean, there's, there's, the medical MFD, industry baby. has saved a lot of people, but there's still a lot of things that you can uh, right. you can say about it that are not so good. It's like any in- industry. They're all ran by people that don't know what the hell they're doing. And most of the people working in it don't know why these protocols are in place. They just know that they are in place. They have to be placed because of government regulations. That too. And the government regulations don't always make sense either. That's right. There's a lot of regulations that they could and should put in place, but they don't for whatever reason. Oh, man. It's getting a heavy podcast. Well, let me why see. is it so heavy? I'm going to run this by, by Kristen to see if she knows. Okay, we're just talking about... Lucky Strike cigarettes. Three out of five doctors recommend Lucky Strike, right? Yes. Their their little slogan on the side was LSMFT. What did LSMFT stand for? Lucky Strike. Lucky Strike. Mm-hmm. MFT. Most favored thing. <laughs> yep. Most favored thing. That's pretty good. Actually. Girl, well done. Well done. Well now, done. No, that what it meant tobacco. in tobacco. Wait, tea could be tobacco. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Most favored tobacco. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, Lucky tobacco. Strike. Lucky strike and tobacco. Mm-hmm. So MF. Okay. My. Well. Fine. Fine tobacco Mother. or like yeah. fabulous tobacco. Yeah. The, fine is right. It is most fine. Tobacco. Tobacco. It's not most. But no. Much no. marvelous. Nope. Magnificent. Lucky strike blank makes, fine lucky strike makes fine tobacco. Nope. Lucky strike ah, means close. fine tobacco. That's it. You gave it. You nailed it. Lucky what? strike means fine tobacco. It means. Ah. Yeah. Now, what Good did job. it mean in Kristen. my neighborhood? And I'll clean it up for, for Catherine, uh, Alex, and Kristen. Well, we know it's mofo. <laughs> well, I know what an MF is. No, no, no. Oh. No. no. I'll mm. clean it up at the end. In my neighborhood, LSMFT did not mean lucky strike means fine tobacco. It meant... Loose strap means floppy teat. Mm. <laughs> Naturally. Loose what? Loose strap means floppy teat. Oh, bra strap. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Chris oh. goes, oh, it's so juvenile. <laughs> it's very juvenile. Oh, oh, oh. Like, oh, boobies. Oh, no. oh, oh here we go. Boobies, now, now we're all pious. Oh, now we're all yeah, pious. Now, all, all of a sudden. sudden. What, wasn't that the one that it was, I'd rather fight than switch? Was that Lucky oh, Strike? Fight and switch. What was it? What Remember was they had to have a black eye? I'd rather fight than lucky. switch. That might have been Lucky Strike. I don't remember. Or camels or Chesterfield. Yeah, you get or maybe your... Camel. Joe Camel. Oh, Here it is. Cigarette with... It's Teriton. Oh, Teriton. Teriton? Teriton, yeah. Whatever the hell that is. Wow, I don't remember the name of the cigarette, but I remember fighting the coal. 
Remember? Sucking in coal. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be really good. Nicotine and coal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's got to be charcoal. It's not coal. <laughs> it's charcoal, yeah. Miner's lung. Breathing and... in some anthracite fumes, yeah. <laughs> Charcoal and coal are very, very different. You know, so you, no, they're not. You know, you know, it's sort of, a, sort of, a, a, sort of a segue and sort of maybe sort of a callback on this. We were talking about Dave Chappelle earlier, and I was watching, I was watching, I was watching his his skit called "I Know Black People." Oh yeah, phenomenal. Oh, and the one question they ask all these these contestants were were why why do people like menthol? Why do black people like menthol cigarettes? And the, yeah. and the answers were everyone said. I don't know. That's correct. Nobody's <laughs> true. <laughs> Nobody knows why black people like. I, that's correct. I remember Dave Chappelle won the won the lottery, the national lottery, <laughs> bought an entire semi full of cool cigarettes. <laughs> we got Officer Dave on the phone. I loved him. As I do. Dave oh. Chappelle is hilarious. Oh, God, so the blind white supremacist is still the greatest bit of all. Oh, time. it is of all time. And the ending. The ending. Oh, oh, made yeah. me wet myself. It's so funny. Fantastic. God. He and Big Jay Okerson wrote that. We have Officer Dave. Mm-hmm. Officer Dave, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm in the Northwoods, standing shoulder to shoulder with you, Tommy. I'm wearing shorts. It's about 62 degrees. It's beautiful. No Why Costco the- jeans? <laughs> Not my Costco jeans. No. Okay. okay, Ellie, just ridicule me into the ground. Don't worry about my feelings. Sorry, right, Tommy. I wear Carhartt jeans, so I'm not too much different than Co- little Costco and Carhartt jeans, baby. That's all I you know. You got it, man. Man's jeans. I am for the first time in about 35 years or 40 years wearing a sweatshirt that's a large. Oh, man. I'm I mean, jealous. Triple X to double X to XL to large. I've dropped four sizes. That's quite, you know, quite the plan. I bet you, I bet you if I, even if I lost 100 pounds, I still wouldn't get my shoulders in a large. Well, no, you got yeah. the very, very broad shoulders. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. You're not but, getting in a large. Uh, not happening. No, that, that whole thing about you were talking good. about with the, you know, being doctors having to be, now they're hated. Well, welcome to the club. We go up and down every six months. Yeah, yeah. we're heroes. We're a holes. We're heroes. We're a holes. That's how our, my life has been for the last fifteen years. And that was just me talking about you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now you could just get time to shut the, up. <laughs> the rest of the world's joined in with you, Tom, and it's like just hammered on us all the time. Officer Dave, I got to ask you: these two guys that opened fire over in St. Paul, Jeez. is it true they were both out? One on, of them was a felon. One of them was a felon. Like on parole, I think. Oh, Jesus. Interesting. Todd Axtell, the chief at St. Paul PD, yes. said he put this squarely on the judges. Good. Yeah. 100% on oh, the judges. We that should be protesting long. judges right now. Oh, yeah, now, these in activist my judges ruining yes. every city yes. they touch. They are. They're horrible. Yes. Yeah. That is exactly what the problem is. And we've said it before, we've talked about it before. This is where it starts. Yes. Is the ju- we catch them, they release them. It's like catch and release fish, yep. except felons. Yeah, except for people die. Amazing. And, and and Chris, did you lived in when you lived here? Did you live in Minneapolis or St. Paul? Um, on the Minneapolis side. On the Minneapolis side, but you went over to Cassetta over in St. Paul on West Seventh, right? You know where West Seventh, mm-hmm. the XL. Oh. That's where that was. It was right across one of the one yeah. of the, the woman that they killed was found in front of Cosetta across the street. 
Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Right right where everybody goes. What time? The most active area probably in St. Paul. What time was this One, one block from the XL Center. Yeah, yeah. Center. if that. Right. What time? What time I've walked in? that street so many times with going to hockey games. It's oh, just God, ridiculous. Yes. I went. I parked in the Science Museum ramp and walked to school every day. Yeah, that's right. You I don't know what time of day this was. What time happened. of day was it? When they, was it about 11 o'clock at night or something like that? It was. It was it was around midnight or very midnight. Or shortly thereafter. Yep. Yeah, I just you know that whole I love that area so much. You know, got Tommy. He's got his. You got the Eagle. What is the Eagle Street Club or just Eagle e- Street? Yep. Eagle Street's over there. Tommy Reed's Tom place is over there. Mm-hmm. You McGovern's. got Casita, yep. You got McGovern's. Right there, where everybody loves to Maharaja. go. Maharaja. Maharaja. Yep. People in the okay, right <laughs> down the block. You got. Uh, what the, oh, God, what the hell's the name of the old steakhouse down there? We just ate there about a month ago with Bilski. Ah, oh, Jesus, Mancini's. There you go, Mancini's. Oh. There you go. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's it's just That's horrible. Sad. It's so sad. I know. I mean, it's very sad. I love that neighborhood. And what, what I don't even know. Even Catherine and I even went and ate at Four Paws one time. What do you think of that action? <laughs> How trendy. Hey. Ah, take that home with you. Hey. I know. I mean, you guess what? You should be able to stay out until midnight That'd be and not nice. get shot. And not get shot. And did you see the picture of the one well, who got shot? Yeah. Gave her there's entire some, life to helping stray I've, dogs. That's what she did. There's something I've told every every person I've ever arrested after midnight. Nothing good happens after midnight. Except for me arresting you. That's the one good thing. Yeah, good luck, pal. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, you learn that yep. oh, when you when you start doing trauma in the ER, you know, and you oh, yeah. you learn that yeah. early on. Oh, I nothing bet. good happens between midnight and yep. 6 a.m. As soon as the sun is down. You got it, Doc. Nothing good happens. The, the worst kind of uh, derelict behavior I've ever seen has been that time. And you just see these people and you go, man, and this is like, oh, this is like just – it just – Horrible, yep. dumb even, decisions. Even the stupid city I work, it's the same thing. Yeah. Stupid little city, and it's nothing good after midnight. No, I suppose I went true. to the emergency room once in the middle of the night because I had horrible food poisoning, and it made the lining of my stomach swell or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, it was really bad. And so I went to the emergency room. It was like 1 a.m. or something because I was in horrible pain. And, yeah, the things the people, everybody else was there for, I was like, we are not, yeah. we don't live the same lives. <laughs> <laughs> Gunshot. <laughs> yeah, Who a lot it, of Catherine? drug stuff. And Who was it in? HCMC we went down to visit and they wheeled that woman in with the with the mask on her face and her face was covered in soot. Remember that? No. Oh God, I can't remember who we were visiting. Soot. Her face was literally black with soot and she looked up at me from the stretcher. Apparently she has the uh, the breathing tube up her nose and she's got the tank and all the rest of it. Decided to light a cigarette. Whoops. Oh. Oxygen tank. Oh. That was not a good. Oh her entire face was like. How she Johnson. got that way in the first place. Yeah. Oh. That thing went up, up like a firecracker. Oh. Yeah, I walked into Your my, oxygen is very, very flammable. I walked into my dad's apartment last night, and he had had his oxygen on. Oh God, no! For I don't know how long. Oh, he's God. like, oh, I, I I used it this morning, oh, so no. his whole. 
apartment was filled with fresh oxygen. You're like, oh, <laughs> feels so good. You know, it's really good, though. I know, but they got nobody lit a match. He probably wasn't in any danger. Oxygen has to be a very high concentration to be flammable. No, oxygen's not flammable, but it makes things that is flammable. It's an oxidizer by definition. It's an oxidizer. That's not a reduce. No, Doc. Yeah. Yeah. Doc, I got a question for you because of that. Is that because that the oxygen gets in and kind of opens everything up, or no, into it, the into the pores of everything and opens everything up? Is no, that it's why a, it becomes? It's, just, it's a chemical reaction associated with it. Is it so oxygen? Ah, gotcha. Oxygen is an oxidizer. Just that's part of rocket fuel. Yeah, things yep. like that. You gotcha. know, the, the big gotcha. uh, one of the interesting stories I heard was a, there was a, a, a tanker filled with liquid oxygen that mm. uh, wrecked cracked open and the liquid oxygen soaked into the asphalt oh jesus soaked into oh, the asphalt no. and they lit a match and this thing went up like a bomb Aye. the whole oh, thing yeah, yeah it's just Ooh. really serious stuff well, all fire is is very fast oxid it's like rusting it's oxidization but very 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 right. fast and you know the yeah. more oxygen the faster that's going to happen as a general rule yeah and that's exactly how you right. cut draft yeah that's how you cut cut steel you cut steel with oxygen heat it up then you hit the oxygen and the oxygen just burns right through it's actually burning yep, yep. Do you remember oxygen that acts as the the oxidizer and acetylene's the fuel you combine there the you two go. and yeah <clears throat> oh by the way i got to do a quick commercial this segment with kristen bird brought to you by costco jeans <laughs> 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 We're going to go to Costco and all the jeans will be gone. Uh, yes, all, Kristen sold all the jeans at Costco. Like Way to go. Fires at Target. I think we're going to sell a lot once you show that photo of you. Yeah, yeah once we get I'll some get photo evidence. Got a model. Yeah, we got that. You know, and make sure they're, make sure they're, let's... You know, make sure they're fitted. Let's make sure they're fitted. Make so sure we see that we see yeah. that the work. Do one of those little yeah. over the shoulder, over the shoulder kind of like <laughs> butt shot. spin. <laughs> yeah, make sure that they're fitted. Butt shot. Like good butt jeans are the key to life. It is true. Boy, look at the time. It's time <laughs> to wrap up the show <laughs> yet again. Don't, don't see any panty lines on those either. Is no, make sure no you, VPL. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Kristen, as always, phenomenal show. Thank you. I'll see you all next week. Thank you very much. Officer Dave, thank you for calling. You bet you guys. Love you all. Take care. Love you too, pal. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.